Hello, my name is Anne Walsh. I'm a lay missionary of the Most Holy Redeemer from St. John's, Newfoundland and Labrador in Canada. Today is April 25th, the fourth Sunday of Easter, also known as Good Shepherd Sunday and also the World Day of Prayer for Vocations. Our Gospel for today is taken from the Gospel of John, chapter 10, verses 11 to 18. I am the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand, who is not the shepherd and does not know the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away, and the wolf snatches them and scatters them. The hired hand runs away because a hired hand does not care for the sheep. I am the Good Shepherd. I know my own and my own know me, just as the Father knows me and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice, for there will be one flock, one shepherd. For this reason, the Father loves me, because I lay down my life in order to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it up again. I have received this command from my Father. When I was a child, a special delight was to take a trip with my grandfather to visit his cousins on their farm. They kept sheep, and of course, in the spring, the lambs were being born. I loved to sit on the fence, watching the fluffy white lambs playing in the new grass, jumping and rolling around. As I grew older, I became more aware of how busy my great-uncle Bill was on the farm in the spring. He would watch carefully for the ewes who were about to give birth and help in the birthing process. He went out night and day looking for the ones in trouble, those about to give birth, bringing them into the barn, caring for them. He cared for the newborn lambs. If a mother ewe died in or giving birth, the, the lamb was in grave danger. I remember times when orphaned lambs were taken into the kitchen at the farm where there was a big oil stove. Uncle Bill would open the oven door and carefully place the lamb there, snuggled in a warm blanket. My Aunt Alice would tenderly feed the lamb drops of milk from an eyedropper. The lambs and the ewes weren't the only concern in the spring. Uncle Bill was always on the watch for older sheep who would gorge themselves on the fresh green spring grass. It often bloated their stomachs, and if they fell over, they were so bloated that they would not be able to right themselves. If left like that, they would die. And so Uncle Bill and the other farmers were always watching for sheep that fell over and would go out into the field to stand them up. For this reason, they tried to keep the older sheep near the farmhouse in the spring so that they could more easily keep an eye on them. Uncle Bill planned to get through each spring without losing a sheep or a lamb. He looked for them day and night. He knew every sheep, every ewe, every ram, every lamb intimately. He was always on the lookout for threats and dangers. Now that I'm older, 
I look back on those times with Uncle Bill on the farm, knowing that my time with him and my grandfather were glimpses into the gospel for today. Because of Uncle Bill, I've learned something about Jesus, the Good Shepherd. Uncle Bill's love for his sheep is an insight into Jesus' love for us, Jesus' care for us. It's all about God's love. Out of love, God became human in Jesus. Jesus came to care for us and to lead us gently as a shepherd leads his sheep. Jesus is not just the good shepherd. Jesus is our good shepherd, my good shepherd. Jesus is the shepherd for each one of us. He loves each one of us and knows each one intimately from the inside out. He calls each one of us by name. Jesus seeks me out when I'm lost. Jesus places me tenderly on his shoulders and invites me back into the flock when I go astray. Jesus guides me gently to where is best for me. Jesus not only gathers each of us as individuals, he gathers us together as a flock. Jesus does not save us individually one by one only. He also saves us together. He comes to give us life together. He not only relates to each one of us personally, he's also in the midst of us, uniting us as one, bringing us together, leading us forward together. Life in abundance is not just each one of us enjoying him or herself in the comfort of our own home. Life in abundance is not about being left unbothered by prying neighbors or demanding friends. Life in abundance means coming together. It means sharing with others this wonderful life that we receive. It means supporting one another. It means rejoicing in one another. It means seeing each other as gift, taking the time to encounter one another, taking a moment for an unexpected conversation instead of wishing you'd been left alone, smiling at someone who looks down or downhearted, writing to a family member or to a friend who's lonely, volunteering to help somebody in need. All of these bring us together as a flock. All of these show us that we are not alone and are not meant to be alone. Even through simple gestures, we can show others that they are not alone either. Today, on Good Shepherd Sunday, the church celebrates the World Day of Prayer for Vocations. The Jesus who came that we might have life and have it abundantly gives us each a unique constellation of gifts, abilities, talents, and desires. Each one of us must discern where our gifts and talents meet the hungers of the world. That's our vocation, to find the lost, to feed the hungry, to clothe the naked, to comfort the sorrowing, to visit the imprisoned, to welcome the stranger. We may discern that we'll tend the flock as a lay person or as a priest, as a committed single person or through married life, or we may choose to join a community of vowed or consecrated persons. Either way, in freedom, we are given out of love a call, and we choose in freedom to answer that call in freedom and in love. Come, follow me.